Now, it's been a very eventful week, this one, and it's not even over yet. So next week, Wednesday, Minister Kigaba delivering his first budget uh, speech to Parliament, the midterm budget policy statement. What are your expectations there? Oh, I'm hoping for boring and predictable. <laughs> you know, anything predictable now will be better than, than all these shocking re- revelations we are confronted with on a daily basis. Um, and I certainly expect Minister Gigaba to, to say all the right things. Um, and I think uh, he will be particularly at pains to say the right things to ratings agencies because they will really be his big audience on Wednesday rather than us, the, the voters and the people of Mzanzi. So I certainly would expect him to, to say the right things to make sure that they um, sort of give us that stay of execution when they review us in November. Of course, he recently uh, met with him uh, on the sidelines of the IMF and World Bank meetings, and I think they would be looking for confirmation of maybe promises that were made, um, most importantly, to sort of uh, keep us on this path, path of, of um, fiscal austerity. Um, we certainly saw a flurry of, of what I guess one can call good action over this last week, um, you know, with it was and mostly most of this sort of related to the um, to the SOEs, the state-owned enterprises. So we've got a new board at the SABC. We've got significant board changes at SAA, um, and and so there's been a number of good actions and good moves in the last week, which I think he certainly will be able to um, to refer to next week as as proof that they are in the process of doing the right things. We certainly can't afford any major policy redirection at this stage unless it is of the kind that will increase our growth and therefore our revenue or something that reduces expenditure because at our current growth rates, uh, revenue shortfall um, could be as much as 50 billion rand and, and that could see our budget deficit increase to 4% of GDP, which certainly is heading in all sorts of wrong directions. Narina, it sounds as if it's inevitable that tax will once again have to be increased. And, of course, we don't like the sound of that. But what are the options for the minister to balance the books? So, yeah, I think almost it doesn't matter which way we look at it. So that's one thing that we can be certain of, that taxes will definitely be increasing in the um, in the February full budget. Um, unlikely that, that anything will be increased uh, next week, but he certainly might allude to some of it. So I certainly would expect the normal culprit, so your fiscal drag, which, which effectively, re- effectively really just means that you get a salary increase um, adjusted for inflation, but the tax brackets are not adjusted by, by the same margin. Um, the other normal culprits would be things like our sin taxes, of course, but there could also be an increase in a, in a fuel tax, which could then be coupled with a freeze or a decrease in the fuel levy. Um, I do think there might also be, um, once again, mention of the sugar tax, of carbon taxes and so on, but those would not have any high impact in the, in the short term. Um, you know, we don't have much by way of crown jewels that we can sell. Um, you know, I'm, you know, I'm mentioning things like telecom. It seems as though that is off the table for the time being. But one of the big um, speculations has been around the, the, the gradual phasing out of medical tax credits. Uh, as much as $25 billion could be um, achieved with, with phasing that out. And those will probably be done under, under the guise of redirecting this into the proposed new NHI, um, which um, by all accounts seems to be, uh, to be expected to cost close to 70 billion rand over the next four years. Um, wealth taxes, yeah, 
politically it sounds like a good idea, but unfortunately it's not very effective, um, and it certainly does not really bring enough to the coffers to make a big difference. Uh, we could again see a marginal increase in our tax rate, definitely withholding tax, those sort of things. But my personal preference still remains that, an increase in that, but to be accompanied by sufficient zero rating of basic goods and services. The reason why that is my preference is not only is it, is it a much fairer tax if you accompany it with those zero ratings, but it is the most cost-effective tax increase to administer and therefore is very effective in actually achieving the revenue increases that we, that we need. But yeah, let's see what he comes out with on, on, on Wednesday. Um, you know, it's going to be a very tough balancing exercise for him. Well, you know how you and I do this, Narina. We can't let you go into the weekend on such a depressing note. So please tell me, there is some good news somewhere out there. Always, always, Sakina. If you just look for it, you will find the good news. And there's lots of good news around. So I think we certainly got some much better news in, in, in recent weeks on, on growth, both global growth as well as, as South African growth. All indications are that our third quarter GDP will show some good recovery. We've had some good um, economic data out. We spoke about the, the, the retail sales that were so much better than expected earlier this week. We've seen recovery in mining as well as manufacturing production, which accelerated ahead of expectations. Um, and, and then the IMF also, they, their mood is very upbeat about global growth. They've increased forecasts for the U.S., for Europe, for China. Um, they do say that we can't afford to be complacent, but you know what? Any, any positive move on that front, we'll take it and we'll be happy with that. Um, I think uh, globally, the central bankers are also, um, they, although they're indicating that they're ready for tighter monetary policy, which means just increasing interest rates. At the same time, there's also not much sign of inflation globally. Um, yeah, which really means that there's, there's lots of, of um, it's, we're sort of in a perfect scenario where we are getting growth without too much inflation, which means inflation rates can remain relatively low. And, and that, I think the most important me- me- um, message in that for us in South Africa is that so-called global risk on trade is, is still in place. It will bring money into emerging markets. It will bring it into commodities. That will keep the land relatively strong. And yeah, all else being equal, if we could stop scoring own goals, <laughs> So inflation is, is expected to remain within the band. So interest rates can be lowered probably as much as two or three times, but not just yet. I think we can look out for that next year. So the good news is there. We must keep looking for it. We must keep focusing on it and just keep our spirit high.